street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. Please follow me on Twitter at MagnaBosco or on Facebook and YouTube at MagnaBosco210. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. Give it a go. Great. Are you heading to class? No. Oh, okay. Let me set this for five minutes here. I don't know if I can talk about five minutes. <laughs> You'd be surprised how fast it goes. My name's Anthony. Hi, Tom. Tom, pleasure to meet you. Um, are you believing in a God right now? I am a follower of Christ. Christ? Jesus Christ? Yes. Okay. If, uh, if we were to, like, say, put this on a scale where 0% was I don't believe and 100% was absolutely... You're at 100%? Yep. Wow. I'm going to get a little closer because it's noisy, okay? And this, the microphone out here sucks. <laughs> and you look great. Your name's Tom? Yeah. Okay. Tom, how did you get to the 100% mark on the God Belief scale? Well, I, you know, I'd always go to church. I'd always, you know, went with the flow. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I don't know. Throughout my entire life, you know, there have been doubters and stuff like that, and I honestly, I cannot say why my faith is at 100%, but my faith is at 100%. It's mm. a faith thing. It's, you know, it's spiritual. You can't, you can't define it numerically. Okay. You know, it's just, you either believe or you don't believe. Did you choose to believe there, or did you find yourself gradually getting up to the 100%, or...? When I was a kid, when I went to you know church with my father and my mother, it was like you know I went to church because I had to. Yeah. Uh, but around high school, I started you know really thinking about it and do I really believe in God? Mm -hmm. Do I really believe in, in in the gospel and the good news and all that? And uh, you know, actually, the around the time that I came about really believing it was I had read the Left Behind series. Oh. And I was just reading that. Give me a, give me that series in a nutshell, like 10 seconds. What What is that all about? Left Behind was about um, basically the people who were left behind in the rapture. Okay. Uh, when, when God takes all of his people up to heaven and all the unbelievers, all the non-believers are, are left in on earth and their struggles for that seven-year period and, uh, okay. and how they come to know God. And I don't know. It, it kind of boosted my faith a little bit, and then I got baptized, and I'm a Baptist, oh. but... Would, would it be fair to say that one of the reasons why you find yourself believing is that you are afraid of what might happen after you die? No. Are, you, people, are you afraid of the rapture? No. Is it a fear-based decision? Absolutely not. Okay. It is a way of life that I have chosen. You know, I'm not perfect, I know nobody's perfect, so... I want to try to be more like Christ. That's why I say I'm a follower of Christ. I'm not a Christian. I don't like the Christian name, the image that it portrays, the Bible thumper. No. I want to be more like Jesus because he why, is, why do you want to be like Jesus? Because I read the, when I read the Bible, I look at the examples and the things that he says and the way that he says that we should live and it just makes sense to me okay just like the inner motivation for the things that you do yeah it's non-selfish it's okay you know, honestly the, the way you should live your life 
and it's just good. Let me let me tell you, I've had similar conversations with Muslims right over there, right mm -hmm. behind you. They had they've had a table. There's there's not one there yet, but a gentleman said that he was at the hundred percent, and and largely because of, because of what he reads in the Quran. Yeah. In what way is your belief or your acceptance of the Bible any different than his acceptance of the Quran? No difference. I honestly can't tell you whether the whether uh, the, the Muslims or the Jews or the Christians are right. Oh, I wow. can't tell you that because I don't know. I can tell you that what I believe, I believe that, uh, that Christ is the one, uh, the, the savior of my soul and that through accepting his gift of eternal life and forgiveness of sin that I'll go to heaven. You know, it's not fire insurance. I'm not saying, okay, Jesus, I'll be your cheerleader so I don't go to hell. Right. I just want to, you know, I see the way he lived through the Bible and I want to be more like that. We're closing in about 30 seconds here. What, what, I, what I find kind of tapping at the back of my, my mind when I listen to you is that if a person is not sure if Allah is the right God and the Quran is true, or the Hindu is right and the Vedas are true, or the Bhagavad Gita is true. If you yourself are not entirely sure if maybe your religion is more true than theirs, how could a person really be at the 100% mark if that's the case? It defies logic, doesn't it? It, honestly, you just can't. You, you can't apply logic to faith. And although many people have tried, you just can't. Are you comfortable going through life believing in something that you can't know to be true? Yep. I can't know to be true, but I believe it to be true. Like I said, you can't apply logic. Thank you so very much yep. for your time. Really appreciate it, Tom. No you take it easy. You too. Street Epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.